0: The long and winding road leads us here to the doorstep of the postseason. One win, a little bit of help away from ending 17 seasons of misery. Allen steps up. jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. Now how many quarterbacks have you ever seen hurdle anyone? He throws, touchdown! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues. A happy new year to you. You're listening to episode number 46. Matt and Alex wishing you a happy new year. Alex, we've just faced the Jets. Is it... What can we say about that? Is it something that we're going to talk loads about? Or shall we just move on to the the second playoff game in three years of McDermott's reign?
1: So I had a friend from work over, uh, he hasn't ever watched a full American football game before, and I told him at the beginning, this is not going to be a good example of what American football can look like. I was right. The game was hideous. Um, It brought up some topics that we could talk about. Uh, Is Matt Barkley good enough to be the backup next year? Uh, would we see Duke Williams this week in Houston? Um, how the hell did the Dolphins beat the Patriots and we could have won the division? <laughs> yeah, um, But the, the the point I would like to make is, is that that's all in the past. It didn't matter. We have a lot to talk about Saturday. But mm-hmm. I think you want to talk about um, Sunday just a little bit. So yeah. I will uh, use you on that.
0: Well, mainly, it's mainly for me. It's it's going on what you actually said. I've been not watching a lot of um, college bowl games. I'm just wondering, do we take that risk with someone behind Josh Allen? We're Andrew not drafting Barkley? a quarterback. Okay, Andy Dalton. He may be um he may be released, but would he come back? But what oh, he you would saying? probably
1: go. So he he would. He's good enough to start. He'll go somewhere. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody who needs a quarterback.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, well, we need. I think we possibly may need a serviceable one, but I think for that, I think for, with Matt, well, Barker, Andy he...
1: Dalton would be a fantastic backup. I mean, look at what Houston, look at what Tennessee did with T- Tannehill. They yeah. brought in a guy who's played, and now he's their starter. That's not going to happen with us, obviously, unless Josh gets hurt. But if Josh got hurt next year, you've seen the our opponents it's a tough schedule next year uh Um, could Matt Barkley step up and play a few games and I think no
0: yeah yeah I mean it would you you put it down to the fact that he's actually um obviously been back up and he's not really had any game time but there's stuff in there I saw of him which after his last game against the Jets I think that was his last meaningful game yeah that it's almost like he's he's gone back into his um into a slump he had.
1: Just... Yeah, I mean he knew he was gonna play, and he looked rusty as all hell. Now, is that our coaching staff's fault? Is he is is Josh Allen so much of a project that Matt Barkley is really doing nothing in practice? Yeah, that's something that we'll never know. Exactly, but I mean Barkley been around the block, um shouldn't need much time you know but i mean that's the thing when you're sitting rust is a real thing when it comes to sports Mm. so i don't know it's uh i mean he looked bad all i mean the patriots game he had a shot to keep us in it and it blew it um i mean he looks like a backup quarterback for sure but it's definitely a position that can be upgraded i think
0: yeah and i think i think that's something we obviously we can go on Go on in the um, in the off season, but I just wanted to bring that one up. But I've, I've noticed another talking point. I want to get your view. Do you call up? Do you make Duke Williams after his his um performance against the Jets? Do you call him up to the main fifth, main um forty five on Saturday? 53? Fifty three. 45. Because obviously 53
1: 45.
0: Is on fifty three on. Yeah, they take up seven. Um, oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I,
1: I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the cuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the way it looks right now, injuries will play a big part in that. Bill's mm. injury report right now, uh, Shaq Lawson is limited. Ty Inseki is limited. Andre Roberts is limited. They all look like they'll play. But Levi Wallace did not practice. Um, mm. He's going to have to get a practice in Wednesday, Thursday to be deemed ready to go. Um, We talk a lot about that later, but it's all about roster positions. Um, I think that having Robert Foster on the roster offensively is pointless, but he's been killing it at special teams lately, and Duke can't do that. And it's it's, it's one of those things. We have a coach who is old school, three phases. He'll play a guy for special teams versus just a guy who can maybe take 10 reps in a game because honestly— The focus of the offense goes through Brown, (coughs) Beasley, Knox in the running game. And Mm. Duke, if he's playing, he's getting four targets. Um, Would you rather that? Would you rather Duke have four targets or the Texans have really good field position because of some bad special teams plays?
0: Uh, Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I've seen some people say drop, um, deactivate Perry and activate Williams. But then it depends, as you say, on the injuries, but it, it's one of those things. I mean, you've got a guy there who's, what, 6'2", 6'3", 200-odd, 220 pounds or something like that, 215 pounds, something like that, who he can make something that none of
1: our other wide receivers have, and yeah, and that's sides. So, so, I mean, that's what... 6'3", 25 on Duke. Yeah. But here's the thing. No matter what he can do, it's about what Josh can do. And right now, with the way the offense is styled, there's just no point in having a fourth wide receiver or a fifth wide receiver, you know? What McKenzie does is, I think, more valuable because he can scare the defense into playing a specific scheme. Whereas with Duke, for us, it's one-on-one, 50-50, throw the ball up. That's what the defense is going to do, too. They're just going to be like, all right, he's he drops 50% of his passes. Uh, let's just leave him one-on-one. Let's not be too worried about him. Um, yeah. But so then, I, I just don't think that our offense is styled to the point where we would use Duke properly uh, based off of the successes that we've had recently on that, our that,
0: offense. I- but the last thing before we go on to the preview, because we can talk about injuries as well. Um, this is going to be on Duke Williams. We can talk about injuries as well, but that can tie in with the with the Texans' um, preview. People want that number one wide receiver. So in their eyes, they want a big big guy and go up for the, te- the c- uh, contested catches. Yep. Duke Williams can do that, but yet with the offense as it is and the personnel they've got at the moment, you're going to see one of those, one of those three, possibly four, McKenzie drop out to accommodate that big wide receiver that they want.
1: Well, McKenzie that... stretches the field east to west, and that's a really important thing because we run a lot of um, uh, running back, um, you know, uh, sweeps to the left and to the right, and moving guys yep. around moves the defense around. Yeah. So, and it's another thing. Another thing that Isaiah McKenzie does really well for us, and just because of who he is. Him motioning will make the defense move, and that gives Josh Allen information on what the defense mm-hmm. he's playing against. Um, so, I mean, anybody could do that, you know, figuratively. But um, yeah. So my point is, they they
0: people want that type of wide receiver. They're gonna have to take someone away from there if if they're gonna keep it and keep McKenzie doing what he's doing. Why not activate yeah, yeah. Duke to the um, to the forty five game day roster for the Texans game?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, if we do draft a wide receiver, then that moves Brown down a notch and Beasley down a notch, and and Knox, it takes away targets from Knox. We're not going to throw the ball 70% of the time next year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is our receiving core next year, and maybe Duke overtakes Isaiah next year. Maybe Duke's got to do something to show the coaches that he's – got all of the dimensions down for a wide receiver because right now he's a guy who's great in contested catches, but with Josh's accuracy, he's not going to run a route to where Josh would kind of like, you know, yeah. know where he's going and stuff like that. Um, It's it's a very interesting thing and something that um, we'll, we'll be very much watching during the off season. Yeah. But it's, some, uh, some weekend it's all the about the offensive scheme is does the offensive scheme change in yeah. order to accommodate all the wide receivers that we might have, True. or at least do right now,
0: but that's something we can discuss in the off season. Yeah, but yeah. For...
1: for for Houston, I think he doesn't play.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, but know, I'll even do. I'll even put a poll on that what we just that brief discussion we just had on. Oh,
1: everyone's gonna say yes. Play Duke. Everybody oh. loves the guy.
0: Yeah. Well. Well, I'll think. Okay, and I'll think about putting that out there and see if I can work put it
1: out it there, and that. then let's see what happens. But I'm pretty sure it'll be like 70-30.
0: But let's let us let us move on. Let's move on. We are Saturday Texans, and just to let, remind everyone, they may have seen this on Twitter, um, that we are all meeting at the famous Three Kings in Fulham Saturday night. So be there. Meet me. Meet Alex. Interact. We're going to have a ball there. Make sure if you're if you're heading to London as well, stop off at an Orange Buffalo. That's something I'm definitely going to do. Um, but it's going to be a great atmosphere. We're going to hopefully take a load of photos, videos, get those sent over to the Bills themselves to try and get featured, show them that we're great, we're growing, and we're the most passionate fans in the in the UK. So that's my little announcement. And for you Northern, Northern Bills fans, we are still working on something for you guys, so keep an ear out. But that's the plug out of the way. What have you got for the, um, for the
1: preview, acts? Uh, I'm just saying, uh, let's try and get everyone together. If you're listening to this and you're not close to London, I mean, I'm not. I'll be on a train for an hour and a half.
0: Um, oh, I'll if be you're drunk north, two hours.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're up north, hop on a train. It's one day. We all want to come together and show, you know, um, just not – I mean, we won't be showing anybody anything because I'm pretty sure that there won't be any Texans fans there. But, um, you know, let's get together. Let's build this thing. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be one hell of a party, and I'm really looking forward to it. So if you're a maybe, uh, stop being a maybe and be, be in. Let's go. I want to see you there.
0: And you get to but meet yes, me. Now.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> the Texans, okay? Yes, let's go. Let's go. Uh, preview I, time. Preview. I did a statistical deep dive comparing the Bills season to this Texans season. Yep. And overall, what I've come out with is that – their defense can be had, and their offense can be stopped. I think that this matchup, I think this is the one that we were all rooting for anyway. We match up really well with them. Yeah. So um, I've talked about the simple rating system. A zero team score means you're an average NFL team. Buffalo came out of the year 2.2. Houston came out 0.5, where the Bills' offense sadly was negative 3.5, but our defense was a massive 5.7 over average. Houston's offense is only one point over average, and their defense is negative a half point. So this is a game where it's looking to be a a good matchup. I love our point differential. We're plus 55 on there. Houston's minus 7. Now that stat, point differential, you have to consider strength of schedule because If you had a good year, it kind of depends on who you played, you know. So Houston did have a tougher schedule than us. Um, So based off of that same simple rating system, the Bills' opponents averaged minus 1.3. Houston was a positive one. So they had a tougher schedule than us, but they Mm -hmm. still came out minus 7 point differential. So they're an average football club playing at home where last year they lost their only playoff matchup 21-7 against Indy. So yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, there's there's a lot of room for optimism here. What are you thinking?
0: Well, I th- I think it's going to be a close one. I know that for sure. I mean, I'm, that's
1: how we. I mean, both teams play close games.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've looked over the stats that you you sent me as part of the um, part of the notes. Obviously, there's only 500 passing yards difference pretty much between us and the Texans. Yep. But then you're looking at the Texans defense uh, what their yards per play their 31st passing yards against their 29th rush yards 25th rush yards per game 25th so
1: yeah their defense can be had absolutely
0: so it, it, it's it's gonna be an interesting one for sure it's just we've just got to see what what Bills offense be in this are we going to see are we going to see the bills offense from the Miami to um, to Baltimore slash Pittsburgh game, or are we going to see the, um, the the Bills' offense from the last part of the the, uh, like the Eagles game and, and the, the Browns, Patriots. yeah, and the
1: Eagles and Browns game, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's that's obviously that's, one thing. that's
1: what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. I mean, the Texans score on thirty seven point nine percent of their drives. The Bills thirty point one. Yeah, uh, I mean. Points per game, Bills 19.6, that's not playoff caliber. Texans 23.6, that's where you want to be at. So the Texans are a, a, almost a full, they're, they're literally a full four points on offense better. Uh, that's where you want to be. Um, mm. uh, go, going down the line, uh, I mean, the way you expressed uh, Houston's defense, I mean, the Bills are top 10 in all of those stats. Um, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, Houston's offense, that, they're they're above average. I mean, Deshaun Watson throws for sixty six percent. That's sixth best in the league. Um, two hundred thirty six <laughs> yards a game, where we're at two hundred one. Um, they take mm-hmm. more. They, they, their passing depth is greater. Adjusted net yards per pass attempt is a full yard more than ours. Um yeah. And even and and when it comes down to rushing, which is usually what we're better at than other teams, um, their rushing is more yards per attempt. Uh, but a little less yards per game. Uh, Carlos Hyde with his first 1,000 yard rushing year, very quietly had a good year. Mm. Um, so statistically, what statistics? If you're looking at it just on the stat sheet, um, it looks like if the Bills offense can do something, then this game can absolutely be had.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's gonna that is gonna be the key. I think what what we're looking at is. Is the offence on there? Can we actually um, stop it down? I mean, you're looking at, obviously, White versus Hopkins more than likely for the, um, during the game. I mean, Tadavious White, obviously, is the only, thanks to, um, was it Parker or whoever it was against Gilmore on um, on Sunday? Yeah. Tadavious um, White, the only player since 06 to lead the NFL in interceptions without giving up a TD. You've got him there, you've got him locking that that side down. I think last time he faced up against Hopkins, he held him to, I think it was, what, 27, 37 yards? OK, he did give up a TD, but yeah. last year it was 27. Obviously, this year he's yet to concede a, um, a touchdown. So that's a matchup that everyone's going to be looking out for. And will Fedavious actually um, follow him around... Around the watch, call it around mm-hmm. the field.
1: Well, I mean, Hopkins average versus the Bills. He's played three games against us. He's five for seventy-one at a touchdown per game, like on average. If we hold him to that stat line and Trey continues to not allow his touchdowns, then that's a victory if you can hold Hopkins to five for seventy-one. Mm. Yeah, um, but in, in looking at those kinds of matchups, um, I think with. Uh, The most important thing I'm focusing on, and we've seen it and we've groaned about it all year, is uh, running backs catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, Duke Johnson is a specialist at that. He's third in the team in targets. and um, Statistically, the Bills are 19th against uh, running backs uh, when it comes to receiving yards. Um, If they set up this screen or swing game, it could really hurt us. Uh, just because that's not something that we scheme very well against. Um, I would expect to see some of that. New England took advantage of it, so it's on film. Everyone knows how to beat us. And if we make an adjustment there, it might take away from something else. Um, mm. uh, Will Fuller is practicing. That news just came out today. Um, he'd be going up against it, also injured Levi Wallace. So you're thinking that's kind of a coin flip. but um, Yeah. If you've seen the stats, uh, Will Fuller, uh, in the game, Watson is much, much better with Will Fuller in the game. He really stretches defenses. Watson takes more chances when Fuller's in the game. Without him, he's a little bit more conservative. So, but I think that if anything, Will Fuller might play that decoy matchup. But if we put Levi on him, uh, they're both basically decoying themselves out of the game.
0: Depends also how they, how they feel with obviously Levi and Kevin Johnson have both been splitting um, splitting game time so it's right. possible you could see that I mean hell even put Isaiah McKenzie at
1: cornerback that might work he gives up 0% so Isaiah McKenzie's the <laughs> exactly. down a
0: corner <laughs> but Knock no it it it's a it, big thing that we're going to we're gonna have to monitor the next few days and that is the injuries I mean that the, against the Jets, even though we played most of our backups, it was our backups that were getting injured, forcing us hand to force our what? starters. In, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's good to see that inseki was actually was limited, but practicing, and Cody Ford was back yeah. practicing. Yeah. Um. It. The only thing now we're going to worry about is that cornerback slot, because obviously, Wallace, ankle. I think. I think was it was it.
1: I think there was another yeah, couple Levi of. Levi Wallace with the ankle, yeah.
0: Um I think no, I think there was a couple of others that got injured as so well. I think Siran Neal I think Yeah, and... but they came they came
1: they came back in and they're not on the Bills injury report for today. Okay, so
0: yeah, that's obviously one thing we've got to to look out for. Um injury wise. I mean we lose we lose Levi Wallace. So there was stuff I saw on Siran Neal against the Jets which I liked, which I could see him serviceable, but don't be surprised if during this um, during the next few days they activate either Cam Lewis from the um, from the practice squad, the undrafted free agent out of Buffalo, or they look to potentially re-sign EJ Gaines. Because I think I th- it's a, it seems to be their strength and their weakness that cornerback position.
1: That's yeah, strength- I mean we're it's crazy because like it's such a shallow position that if something were to happen to Trey. Knock on wood, do all of your voodoo magic to make sure he's okay. Uh, if that if something happens, then watch out. You know, it's yeah. gonna be trouble. Um uh yeah. going back going back and looking at kind of how we match up against this. Um I have uh two important positions in the matchup. For us, um our wide receivers and tight ends need to catch the damn ball. Mm, no we quick. leave the league in drop percentage with seven <laughs> percent. Second-most drops with 36. Um, this needs to be fixed to be successful in the playoffs. You can't be dropping the football in the playoffs. Um, and then you can probably say it's 50-50 Josh in the receiver, but, I mean, at a point where the ball's hitting you in the hands, you have to come down with it. Um, I'm thinking if Josh is going to take some shots, uh, and he should take three to four, usually, you know. If yeah. he doesn't hit on two or three of them, uh, if, if we stall like we did against the Pats with all those three and outs, Houston will win in a close game. We need to – we're not that offense that can chip, chip, chip. We're – it's it's chunk and score right now, and um, that needs to happen to win this football game. Uh, for Houston, it's their pass rush, which has been bad. Um Looking at the Bills and their offensive line, Josh Allen has had 2.3 seconds in the pocket, which is sixth worst, and he's the third most blitzed quarterback in the league. So if the Texans pass rush, with J.J. Watt coming back, can get pressure, then this game could really be in jeopardy. But yeah. mentioning J.J. Watt, yeah. how healthy will he be? I, I,
0: yeah, I, I think he he, he he was on IR, wasn't he? Just, they've just reactivated yeah. him. For the for the game, I mean, even even if he was like ninety percent healthy, I I can see our offensive line and and Cody Ford holding his own against him. Because I mean, look who Cody's had to go against this year. He's had what Von Miller, um, Demarcus Lawrence, Demarcus Lawrence, DeMarcus, well, um, obviously Winovich, and the, all those really good rushes. Mm-hmm. And
1: he's well, I think it's own. really important to see that even even without giving up sacks, it's all about QB pressures. Yeah. And I would say even if JJ is at 60%, the dude is a freak, he can do damage against Cody Ford. Mm. And then if we start to panic and get Lee Smith in the game to help him out, that, I think that limits what we can do offensively. So it, it, it's really going to be a coaching game. And yeah. I have every confidence in our coaching staff that, they're better than Houston's coaching staff. Mm. I believe that Frazier and McDermott and our defense can plan a way to stop Hopkins. We just need to work on getting pressure towards Watson and to stop the running backs from catching the ball. And that's the biggest thing for me.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, I I think we still have we've given up what? our defensive line. I think we've given up what, two or three overall um, hundred yard rushing games. I mean, Okay, it was it's not that good, but we still got strength up there, but the, Yeah, the
1: key... I mean our, our our run defense, I mean, we're giving up uh, 103 yards per game. That's 10th um uh 10th best. Houston's giving up 121. So they can be run on. So don't worry about it, you know? I mean, if we hmm. give a, if we let them run for 100, we should run for 100 as well, and that should be fine.
0: All I say is make sure that they are hoping that they're actually um they're practicing the uh, the screen game or defending the screen game. <laughs> in yeah, practice, I
1: mean that's that, that's that's such a big thing. Um, yeah, we haven't been able to stop it all year, and here we go again, you know, with it, you know. So, yeah, I think I mean the I, think, bill, I mean, I... looking at looking at pressures, the the Texans have been sacked forty nine times, the Bills forty. So, I mean, yeah, pressure is going to be the name of the game. It's this is going to be. Can Houston's bad defense step up against the bill's bad offense? And mm. can the bill's really good defense stop the Texans' good offense? Yeah. Um, that's why I said the chunk plays are going to be so important. If we can capitalize on big plays, it'll work out for us.
0: yeah, I think I think this one would will, will really define the offense, define Josh Allen and define Brian debo, who who we've who've learned today, what we've learned today is actually um. Had a request from Cleveland Browns to interview him for their head coaching position over there. Um,
1: yeah. but it's, 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 I, it's, think, I think they're just interviewing everybody. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I don't think we're going to lose him, but, uh, no matter what anybody else says. If they want him it, going or not.
0: Yeah, but it's, it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be that game defining. I mean, can they do it on the. They've shown they can do it or play as a team, play on offense against Dallas, shown. Bits of it against um, Baltimore, and bits of it in in little spells against the Patriots. So they show that
1: yeah. in the big
0: games they can they can do it. But this will be the true test. Obviously, you've got the oh, fan this, base.
1: That is, that is the I think this is a, a really good place to be optimistic. This isn't the game. This isn't the well, opportunity. Okay. Against the Ravens, blitzed us uh, like 60 percent of the time. The 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 Texans blitz 32.8% of the time but only get 18% QB pressure. So even when they do it, it's not effective. And again, yeah. those stats without JJ Watt, but um okay. we've we've played the toughest defenses. We were able to get chunk plays against New England. This defense does not compare at all to Baltimore's or New England's. Um, yeah, okay, Josh okay. is going to have an opportunity. The, 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 the hard part is, the sad part is, the frustrating part is, is that in games where he had a chance against porous defenses like Philly and like that first Miami game, there wasn't much there. But that was a long time ago. This offense knows who they are now. Um, mm-hmm. This is an opportunity against a defense who's ranking in the low 20s in nearly every stat for the Bills to go in there and just say, hey, our offense can play.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. Maybe I was a bit bit um over over the top on, on saying this game will define. But I mean trying to put it as the fact that they're in a big game, they're in a game where they could potentially proceed up to the next level. I think if we
1: win. Oh yeah. Let's see what the pressure does to these guys. I mean that's gonna yeah. be a huge to see. In that
0: in that sense is why it's it's a good test of the offense, no matter that they're not they're facing really bad defense but can they handle the pressure we've seen it in chunks they can do it in big games but can they actually handle the pressure of a of a fan base thinking that this offense is going to roll this offense is going to get us through to to the next round i mean we if we win then it's potentially more likely that we're going to be going over to kansas as
1: long as we don't have to play baltimore that still Let's depends on Stay away from them for as long as possible. Yeah. Kansas City offers a whole host of other questions and problems, but Yeah. So for yeah, we can spend a whole nother show talking about all the other playoff matchups. I think that would be fun. But for this game, um my player to watch for the Bills is gonna be Dawson Knox. I think he'll be a big focus this week. He showed his ability to get open against New England, and if he continues to do that It'll really then open up things for Brown down the field. Uh, if they have if they take away a safety and put him on Knox, then that's gonna open up things for Brown. If they go normal and put a linebacker on Knox, that's a mismatch and Knox should expose them. And this is mm. where it comes down to Josh Allen. Are we, are we gonna get fifty six percent Josh Allen or are we gonna get sixty-five percent Josh Allen? Yeah. How accurate is Josh gonna be? How much time will this offensive line allow him to go through his reads, set his feet properly, and throw and put it where he needs to? Um, All eyes, all pressure is on Josh. Gotta say to him, hey Josh, are you ready to win playoff games? Right now I think he's ahead of schedule. um, In terms of his, you know, prepared, uh, his his progression. Uh, Everyone was saying he's probably like a three-year project. So I think that... Our coaching staff will put the team in the position to make plays. It's going to come down to execution, and I think that's been our biggest problem. With the drops and with Josh's accuracy, execution has been the problem. Our coaching staff has been doing the right stuff all year. Yeah. So So regardless of that negative, I'm going to say 23-20 Bills.
0: So you're you're like me, think it's going to be a close game?
1: It's absolutely going to be a close game, um, or it's not. (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing about predicting That's the thing about predicting Who the hell knows But if you go off If you play this game on paper If you put this game into a simulator That's what it's going to be 23-19 23-20 uh 2321, know, uh, You know, 2017 That's what it's going to look like It's going to come down to If Josh can hit his big throws Then we'll score touchdowns um, mm. Because like I said about New England, this is very important. Our offense cannot dip and dunk to get Hauschka in position. Yeah, it's either touchdown or punt with us. Yeah, I think. And if we can, if we if we can move the ball all game and kick some field goals, then that's going to be a lot less pressure on Josh to mm. to hit those big plays. But I just don't think that's the kind of offense we have unless we run the ball effectively, which we can. This is so great. Because there's so many opportunities for us to succeed.
0: Yeah, I think I think my my key or my, my player, I, I'm going to say players to look out for is going to be that offensive line. I think they, as much as Singletary, he can he can do He's pretty much your Madden keyboard, your Madden football player, your Madden joystick, actually making dunking and all that. My my place to watch is that offensive line. Can they hold out for a little bit more? Make that gap a little bit more safe for him to go through to get at least another couple of yards on top of the three, four that he can run for. Because that is going to be the that is going to be the key for me. Because if they can open up run games for him, that's going to set up the play action even better for Josh. And right. we've known that they can. They've now started working well that they're actually that they can actually protect him give him a bit of time in that pocket but can they open up that run game to allow us to play that play action that's my that's my key because I think that's that's the way we're going to that we can beat them even if you have in the play action you have like DeMarco or Singletary just moving off into the flat so as soon as he rolls out it's that quick um quick check down but that's my if DeMarco
1: key. has more than one catch, I'm gonna freak out. It's someone made a mistake then.
0: <laughs> but no, it, it, that that's why I'm thinking the offensive line is the one to actually um to look out for because if we can open up that run game, that opens up the offense a lot, a lot more, especially on the jet sweeps from McKenzie as well. Because we know they like to. Yeah, I,
1: I would love to see a big game from Singletary. Um, you know, the great. I mean, it doesn't have to be Singletary or Josh. Or, Mm. you know, it it can be, everybody can do a little bit to win this game. Because I don't think the Texans will be able to take away one thing or the other. Their defense just isn't there. So, Mm. yeah. I think,
0: I think one last thing, unless you've got anything else on this, um, on this preview for the Texans that you want to talk about.
1: Well, I got one fun stat. Go for it. Uh, we could, we could, we could have compared this Bills team that played the Texans last year. Um, every single Buffalo Bills player last year that caught a pass against the Texans no longer plays for us. Last year you <laughs> had Benjamin two for forty three, Zay for three for thirty five, McCoy, Andre Holmes, Charles Clay, Ivory, Ray Ray McLeod, and Logan Thomas. Those were the Bills pass catchers. Um, crazy stat from Dan Fetz on Twitter. Um, yeah, this is a new team, and and even then, in, even last year, J.J. Watt only got one pressure, uh, two pressures, one sack on Josh Allen last year. Yeah, so, and that was with a much worse offensive line. So, I think um, was all one, the faith in the coaching staff for this one.
0: Yeah, I think there was one stat I was trying to find, was um, going on about um, about Zay Jones. I don't know where I saved it. Um, the fact that. In Duke Williams has more more um, yards um, gained through receptions than Zay Jones has since he's been in Oakland, and obviously Duke's been there for a couple of games. So that yeah. shows that shows how yeah how potentially how bad that offense that wide receiver core was last year. But the the one last thing I want to actually um, mention, I want to get your hear your view on it. Is um, in that first half of the Jets game that timeout they called in the in the first quarter for Lorenzo oh. Alexander? Do you think that's his last game? Do you th- or last home game? And that's obviously. Oh, for
1: sure. That's 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 why they did that. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you don't do that otherwise. So.
0: And then the surprise of his eleven-year-old daughter singing the national anthem, uh, that he had he, no idea he, about.
1: That's great. But, you love to see that's it. good stuff like that. So uh what's your prediction
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be, it's gonna be a one score game i want to say
1: 54 50 bills
0: <laughs> yeah i think i think a load of people will be drunk on them um, on saturday night if that's the uh if that's the case, maybe we should do some sort oh, of like um, the
1: players. The players will be drunk if that's the case.
0: Yeah. Or we could do some sort of like build bingo or something like that for that game. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I think it'll be a score in it. I'm gonna go twenty-four seventeen bills.
1: With that said, what's your realistic expectation for this year's playoffs? How far do you think we're really gonna go? Do you think we have a shot here?
0: I think. I think divisional. I think we'll we'll get past we'll get through the wild card. We'll lose in the divisional because it's more likely going to be Kansas, and that offense is explosive. So I think that
1: yeah, stich- but Andy Reid is bad in playoff games. The dude just tends to overthink it, and you know, I mean, realistically, Kansas, I want to Kansas, Kansas City or New England would be the best matchup for us next. Uh, next week, uh, the week after, but um. Yeah, I, I I too would see us winning this week and losing next week. Um, I but goddamn, I hope I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, I think deep down inside, I think we can get at least to the championship game. That's that's the um that would almost be the ceiling in my case. If we if yeah. we got to this if we got to the championship game and somehow got to Super Bowl, that's exceeded expectations. If we hit the divisional, I'm still happy about that There we go yeah. to the divisionals. If we lose in the wild card, I am just a little bit disappointed, but still happy the fact that we've seen the team grow a lot more. Next year with a tougher schedule is going to be a lot more. Um, it's going to be a lot more interesting, a lot more fun for it. So.
1: That's my expectation, and with the with the success of this season, a loss this week would be highly disappointing. Yeah. With because yeah. you're because essentially you did this great great defense, didn't get a chance. Yeah. And it's going to be because of the offense. Oh yeah. And that's going to be a waste. So a, a loss this week would be would make this season overall disappointing, I imagine.
0: Hopefully. We'll see how
1: we we'll see we'll see how I feel Sunday. I'm not saying Saturday, because Saturday night I'm gonna probably uh, have a few too many pops in me to have a really good logical decision.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think yeah, I think you're right. It will be it will be a bit of a disappointment there if we lose in the wild card. But considering where we were at, at the beginning of the season or even before the season started, what the predictions were, yeah, it would be disappointed if we lose in the wild card, but I would also turn it into a bit of a positive there but i think that i hope it's champion we get to the championship game but i'd be happy if we got to the um if we got to the divisional because i say it'll show it'll show good um good progress so
1: absolutely uh, i mean teams the league will be then taking us seriously and that's that's what we've been wanting for our team all year hmm. long so that'll be yeah. that'll be nice but at the end of the day I only care about you know what Bills fans think of this team and what I think of this team and what the team thinks of themselves and uh winner is the most important thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm I'm going to say something now. I'm going to give you I'm going to take my hat off to you obviously with our season prediction. I think you went um you said we'll be 10-6.
1: So
0: I would actually um tip my hat that you actually predict that right but I'm just still going to say By that We'll
1: see. <laughs> you haven't paid me for fantasy football yet either, but that's a. We should have that conversation off off air. <laughs>
0: but I'm still I'm still maintaining that if we had played if we had played our starters last week, I would have been right with eleven
1: and five. I agree so with you. I agree with you. But we live in reality, my friend. <laughs> I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm
0: sticking that we would have been eleven and five. So. <laughs> either way oh, we both we both predicted near enough the um, three, yeah. your case correct
1: but um, so do you haven't you have an all too early thought about next year's schedule have you gone through it in your head briefly
0: briefly it's it's
1: to be... tougher, but i see us going 10 and 6 again next year
0: yeah so do i i think cardinals yes broncos yes jets yes dolphins yes so Four for the Dolphins and Jets. Yeah. Um, Broncos, that's five. Cardinals, six. Chargers, 7 got to win your home. I think the, the harder ones are going to be Kansas, Rams, 49ers. Rams
1: are in disarray. Rams have no cap room. They're basically going to return the same team, so we can beat that team.
0: Yeah, but I mean... Just, but anyway, yeah. Let's just fingers crossed that what one of these um one of these games will involve Bills playing in London. I mean, I spoke Absolutely. with Great. I spoke with someone. I spoke with Rob. He seems to believe that the Raiders game um is going to be away. He thinks mm-hmm. that's going to be one of potentially Raiders will have to give up one game as an international game as part of the right. CBA. They always play in Mexico City, though possible they could come back yeah. they could come to london but yeah. I say I've,
1: i'd love to see it i'll give up i'll give up a bill's home game for it because yeah. i think this team this team can play on the road so i don't think it matters if we lose a home game but yeah. anyway <clears throat> uh let's go celebrate new year's right
0: yep celebrate new year's little re- last reminder that please let us let us know on twitter if you're if you're coming on saturday come meet me come meet alex come
1: all Bills meet fans. fellow
0: Bills fans and let's let's have a celebration. We're playoff second second year in three. We're in the playoffs. Let's have some fun. It's going to be a good venue. It's going to be a good atmosphere. Let's enjoy. Let's make new friends. Meet new people. Let's just enjoy the time. So, unless you've got anything else to to add,
1: nope. Let's get it. Let's go. Nope. Then it's uh,
0: good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Thank you for for listening, subscribing, downloading, reviewing. See you all Saturday. Happy New Year, and
1: go Bills. See you guys Saturday. Go Bills. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. You don't know anything about heart? You he don't know anything about work? He, huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three.